Hi, thank you for joining us for the uh, Mejida Trends Talk. We're going to attend to the questions that we didn't get to uh, following our Cinco de Mayo um, interview. Uh, for those of you who attended, uh, thank you for taking the time to do so. Everybody's so busy these days. Um, and I hope you found uh, the time worthwhile. And we're going to try and do our best to close it up with uh, answering these questions. So the first question we have is, what does inflation look like over the next couple of years? And inflation looks very low for the next couple of years. Um, with oil prices, uh, other commodity prices being uh, really depressed, even though oil has bounced back over the last couple of days, um, there isn't much going on in the way of inflation. Raises, uh, there's going to be some going up, but there's also going to be a lot of wage freezes going on. Hiring is going to be slow uh, in terms of new hires, although we will be bringing people back. So um, we don't see any... Uh, uh, over inflationary pressures that we have to contend with for this year or 2021. Down the road, uh, beyond that, uh, there's going to be more inflationary pressures and, and certainly one of the unintended consequences of all this monetary stimulus, which has been mind-blowingly large, uh, is future inflation. But taking you literally at a couple of years, um, 20 and 21, um, there isn't anything to worry about. And I take couple literally because I work very hard with my wife. A couple is just the two of us, honey. A couple is not three, a couple is not four. So uh, I'm going to stop at, uh, at the end of 21 or even early 22. Next question. Is this an opportune time to seek funding and pursue acquisitions? Chatter is that the weak will not survive. Should we be forward-thinking and aggressive or at least wary of those that are? Yeah, I think really two sides of the same coin here. Yes, this is, a, I think, a very opportune time if you can get the funding to make some acquisitions. The weak will not survive. Uh, those that they don't have sufficient cash flow or working capital uh, or just tired, they're not going to uh, want to pick this up and continue. So. The rest of this year, I think you're going to find some, and uh, in, into early 21, you're going to find some really good uh, acquisition candidates um, that you can swoop in on. But the other side of that, and, and it's one of the takeaways I got from the question was, uh, make sure, or at least do the best you can to get a handle on the financial solvency of your suppliers and your customers. You don't want a supplier disappearing on you. Um, because they couldn't make it because they were one of the weak ones any more than you want a customer are going away um, because they end up having to file bankruptcy or something. So uh, know the inbound, outbound financial strength. And at the same time, uh, do your due diligence on uh, who you'd like to have in your sandbox and where you might like to make some moves. Yeah, spot on uh, if you can do that. Next question is, with the renewed nationalism that is apparent around the U.S., what impact will that have with material handling companies that are either headquartered offshore or depend on a large amount of supply from offshore? Is this nationalism sustainable for a long time? Uh, let me answer the first part of that uh, question. Um, if you're headquartered offshore, you're probably going to see that your headquarters is going to be more interested in investing in building up capabilities and infrastructure 
here in uh, the U.S. and North America in general uh, because of the nationalism. Um, the threat of our tariffs, the threat of uh, supply chain disruptions, the fact that the U.S. economy is the darling economy of the planet right now, um, all of that is, should be making the U.S. and your company uh, look very good. In terms of getting a large amount of supply from offshore, uh, that supply chain is going to morph to more and more uh, U.S.-based supply. And you'll have to be nimble enough to um, find out where that is happening and source accordingly. Short lead times, um, less emphasis on price, more on lead times and quality and assuredness that it's going to be there. Are, I think are going to be some of the qualities or the characteristics that we're going to be uh, looking for and, and will develop over the next several years. Finally, is this nationalism sustainable for a long time was part of the question. Uh, I don't really know what long time is, but it's certainly is sustainable for the next 10 years. Uh, in our view, uh, this trend is likely going to last that long. That would be perfectly normal with uh, history that it can last uh, this entire decade and it'll likely last into the 2030s as well. Next question, how is all this going to impact the secondary education system, colleges, et cetera? Well, no expert there, uh, except for the fact that um, people aren't gonna be building a whole lot of capacity in those colleges. They weren't really moving in that direction before, if it was a high-end college anyways, because, um, cost is so high now uh, that the colleges have been forced into going into this remote learning mode i think um, you're going to find more and more of them picking up on that capability so if you're helping them with the electronics of doing that or the logistics of doing that it's a win if you're more involved in uh, helping them with the physical maintenance of their physical capacity uh, it's a loss in community colleges likely to maintain their physical presence more than the large universities just because of the size differential, I think. So more electronics. I wouldn't want to be an investor in a uh, university system right now. I would not want to particularly have the physical capacity requirements of a university system as a, a major client. Next question. What do you see in the real estate markets in the coming 12 months? It really varies uh, depending on what market you want to look at. Residential, um, we like it. Uh, 12 months um, depends on where you're located, obviously. Uh, but this is a good time to be buying. And that's how I'm interpreting your question. I think prices are going to remain uh, relatively soft. Um, Banks, at least for the next six to nine months, are likely to have relatively stringent uh, requirements to lend you money. Um, but I, it is a, it's a good time to be buying. Uh, you buy at the low, and we're certainly going through the low. Now, if you ask me about commercial uh, property, that'd be a different story, particularly if it's a retail, if it's an office space. I'd take a pass on that, unless it's the right location. I think that's going to become even more critical. If we're talking about Dallas, it's one thing. If we're talking about, um, you know, Charleston, West Virginia, that's, uh, that's going to be another uh, answer. Location, demographics, strength, and balance of the local economy. 
But generally speaking, I'd rather be on the residential side of this investment than the commercial side, unless it's for distribution, warehousing. Um, that sort of logistics channel uh, should continue to do quite well. And uh, final question today is, do you have any final thoughts for our members and the industry? Yeah, um, this is an opportunity to examine your processes, uh, to make sure that you understand your business very well. Make sure that you have done your, in the short term, uh, your cash flow analysis between now and say September, October. Um, the economy should be inching back in the third quarter, gaining a little bit more momentum in the fourth quarter. And by one Q, uh, your cash flow should be looking more normal. But you're going to know if you can make it uh, between now and then. And then looking at a longer-term issue, uh, automation is going to be a key factor with um, the nationalism, as is retooling, um, um, being able to move things around in a very physical way uh, in the manufacturing environment. And, and, and uh, physical space um, is going to be good business. Um, get through this and you're going to find that there are some really good opportunities on the other side of this that will carry us through. Um, remember, we've taken a lot of the pain out of 22 and 23. So get through this and plan on a, a good run uh, that's going to last for two, three years after that before you even have to begin to worry about um, another smackdown uh, coming at you. Like your prospects, this is a good industry. Uh, if you're part of Mahita, it's because you're smart and uh, you'll get this figured out. Really look forward to seeing you all next year in person. Uh, thank you for listening to this edition of uh, Trends Talk for Mahita. Uh, your answers, I hope, will be helpful. And um, see you next year. Thank you. I'm Brian Bolio, CEO and Chief Economist of ITR Economics.